Welcome to Earrings Off. I'm Lou. And I'm Teresa. Let's get started. The subject that I've chosen is sugar. I'm talking about how bad sugar is. And chances are you are already familiar with what why sugar isn't good for you. But I want to share a few things just in case you've not heard. Sugar is terrible for us and the majority of Americans overdo it. The average American gets about 20 teaspoons of added sugar per day when it should only be it's only recommended for a woman to consume six teaspoons a day and a man to consume nine teaspoons a day that doesn't include sugar naturally found in foods like fruits and vegetables this is added sugar that I'm speaking of. Um, sugary drinks, candy, baked goods, and dairy and sweetened dairy are the main sources of our added sugar. But even the savory foods, this is what gets me. Why and why, I don't understand. But savory foods such as bread, tomato sauces, protein bars, all have and can have sugar added to them. To complicate it further, added sugars can be hard to spot on the nutrition labels since they can be listed under a number of names. Some of the more common names are corn syrup, agave nectar, palm sugar, cane juice, or sucrose. No matter what sugar is called, it's still sugar and can negatively affect your body in many ways. So I'm going to give you a few of those negative ways in which sugar can impact you. Starting with your brain. When you eat sugar, it gives your brain a huge surge of a feel-good chemical Called, called dopamine. This explains why you're more likely to crave a candy bar late in the afternoon than an apple because whole foods like fruits and veggies don't cause the brain to release that release um, as much dopamine. Um, your brain starts to need more and more sugar to get the same feeling of pleasure. This causes those gotta have it feelings for your afternoon dinner ice cream that is so hard to tame. Another would be your mood. The occasional cookie or candy can give you a quick burst of energy otherwise known as a sugar high by raising your blood sugar levels really fast. Now when your levels drop as your cells absorb the sugar, you may feel a bit jittery or anxious. But if you're reaching into the candy jar too often, sugar starts to have an effect on your mood beyond that 3 o'clock slump. Studies have linked sugar intake to a greater risk 
of depression in adults. One that I was surprised to hear about is your teeth. You probably rolled your eyes at an earlier age when your mom, but your mom was right. Candy can rot your teeth. Bacteria that cause cavities love to eat sugar lingering in your mouth after you eat something sweet. So if you have to have something sweet, then you probably should brush afterwards. Not trying to give you an excuse to eat sugar though. Another is your joints. If you have joint pain, here's more reason to lay off candy. Eating lots of sweets has been shown to worsen joint pain because of the inflammation they cause in the body. Plus, studies show that sugar consumption can increase your risk of developing rheumatoid arthritis. Another is your skin. This is another side effect of, a, of inflammation caused by sugar. It may make your skin age faster. Sugar attaches to proteins in your bloodstream and creates harmful molecules called AGES or advanced glycation end products. These molecules do exactly what they sound like they do. They age your skin. They have been shown to damage collagen and elastin in your skin. Protein, these are protein fibers that help that keep your skin firm and youth, youthful. The results, wrinkles and saggy skin. Like who wants that, right? Another impact of sugar um, is your liver. An abundance of added sugar may cause your liver to become resistant to insulin, an important hormone that helps turn sugar in your bloodstream into energy. This means your body isn't able to control your blood sugar levels, which can lead to type 2 diabetes. Some very bad impacts of taking in too much sugar. And again, just bear in mind that sugar is hidden in many of the processed foods that we eat. Pretty much everything that you pick up in a package today, it's just really hard to avoid sugar in those pre-packaged foods that you can pick up in the grocery store. And almost all of those pre-packaged foods that you'll find laden with sugar are devoid of nutrition. The more something is refined, and process the less nutrition it has. So what happens when you add sugar to nutritionally poor foods is that those foods with the addition of that sugar are designed to become addictive. Therefore, the more you eat them, the more your body will crave them. And it is done that way by design so that companies who make them can make more and more money because you will come back more and more often to purchase those products because you consider them as being good. Second, because your body is not receiving the nutrients it needs from these foods, you crave them more. Yeah, and it becomes a vicious, vicious cycle that encourages overconsumption, leading to high blood sugar levels and insulin resistance.
Lou, honestly, the whole time I was recording this podcast, I was thinking of you. So tell me, what were you thinking? I was thinking blah, 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 blah. You know that's the thing I struggle <laughs> yeah. with. I think that's yeah. why you picked this. No, I did Yes, it, it no, is. Yes, it is. It's but just, anyway. It's just one of those topics, Yeah, right, right. Yeah, right. yeah it's quite a coincidence. <laughs> but anyway, it is something that I really, really struggle with. But so tell me, Teresa, when you talked about a low glycemic sugar, tell right. me what which one is preferable because that's confusing. Right. So again, you know, sugar is sugar, mm-hmm. right? So added sugar is added sugar. But if you have to have it, you keep dropping those nuggets of wisdom. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> if you have to have it, use use stevia. It's a plant. It's plant based. Um, another um, sugar, not so low as 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 um, stevia, but a healthier option would be agave nectar. It's mm-hmm. it's also pretty sweet though, but you and know why sugar are is they sugar. preferable? I mean, why? So they're more natural. Like um, if you're going to use, say, um, a white sugar. Like the mm-hmm. table t- mm-hmm. table sugar, I guess you call it. I, I I can't even remember the name, frankly, because I, know. You don't I haven't use used it. it. <laughs> yeah, can't find it in your house. No. Come to mine, folks. But anyway, <laughs> go on. I digress. So so any any of the sugars that are least processed, because cane sugar or uh, raw sugar, all those, if you're going to use them, you use less of them. Um, the stevia stevia is actually sweeter than sugar, mm-hmm. so you would use a lot less of it. So um, <clears throat> there are options out there. Okay. But sugar, the point I want to make is what? Sugar yeah. is yeah. sugar. I know. Yeah. And I actually do use stevia, so yeah. I've sort of gotten accustomed to that. Yeah. But um, you mentioned about, you know, using fruit to maybe eat some fruit versus a candy bar. But that's sort of, that's confusing too, because lately we've heard so much about being concerned about the number of servings that we have of fruit every day. So talk to us a little bit about that or make that clearer. Well, with fruit versus a candy bar, first of all, the fruit isn't going to spike your glycemic index in a way that a sugar candy bar will, right? Mm -hmm. Because it is a natural sugar versus an added fake sugar, Mm -hmm. right? So there are a lot of low glycemic fruits out there that you can use, like berries, Mm -hmm. um, kiwi, apricots, pears. Um, They're very tasty, and um, Ooh, I'm well, salivating just at the starter, but no, go on. <laughs> they're very tasty, and they they can replace. Once you eat the sugar, what happens is, like I, I think I mentioned this, your insulin level um, is your sugar level is spiked. Your insulin resistance um, comes into play, and you it triggers cravings. So with fruit, it doesn't do that. But mm-hmm. with the candy and the the, the mm-hmm. um, added sugar, it absolutely does. Yeah, yeah. And I know that. I know that yeah. from personal experience. Yeah. But, um, and you talk, well, certainly, I mean, we all know that it's better to eat a good solid meal at home. Mm-hmm. One that's, uh, you know, um, I mean, someone actually cooked, that's whole foods, we get that. But you yourself said that you acknowledge that we have busy lives and folks are, are running around and trying to keep everything together. So we eat out. And I know in my family that's a big part of what we do. You know, 
uh, on a weekly basis is that, you know, time gets short and it's easier just to go somewhere and eat. So give us some tips for eating out, what we can do better. Nowadays, there are so many restaurants that are farm to table. And I, I mm-hmm. know you, you seek some. Yeah. There's, in those restaurants, they are particularly careful not to add sugar. And it's like eating at home, really. Yeah. So I, I would I would advise you to seek those type restaurants, but on the off chance. I was about to say because that's the that's okay. We get that that's the preference. The oh, first on place the off to chance, stop, but we, when you can't do that, on the off chance, um, and you can't find those type of restaurants, and frankly, they tend to be a bit pricey. I was about right? to say they're costly. They, they they are very costly, and you have to eat at the standard um, standard restaurant first thing. If you're having a salad, skip the salad dressing. Mm-hmm. Or just go to the old vinegar and oil, oil okay. and vinegar, right? Almost all commercial salad dressings have sugar in them. But why, right? Is ranch bad? Why? Yeah, it has sugar. Believe it or not, do you, when you eat ranch, do you taste sugar? No, mm-hmm. but they've added sugar to that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, um, but yeah, ranch is bad for you. Stop eating that. No, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. Whatever. I'm just kidding. Go on. <laughs> so... Um, you have I will to be not be abused on this show. That's all I gotta <laughs> say. We we'll go on. You have to be t- intentional. You need to um, ask your waiter um, if the sauces on your meat, say, or vegetables, have sugar in them. And then you can ask, and if they say yeah, yes, have them ask the chef if it can be prepared without the sugar. You know, mm-hmm. we just have to get used to tasting food. We have to, we have to get you. But it's 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 a mar- marketing thing, frankly. Anytime a food tastes good, then you're going to go back and have it again, right? Mm-hmm. So you just have to be intentional and ask the questions, inquire about whether or not sugar has been added to the uh, making of that dish. Okay. And now you also reference green juices, mm-hmm. and and I know what you're talking about because I've been around you and my husband long enough. So, but spell that out a little more. What do you mean by that? Green juices, I mean taking the raw vegetable or the raw fruit and either juicing it in a juicer or blending it in a mix in a bl- uh, mixer, like a Vitamix mm-hmm. a blender, a high-powered blender. And when it's blended, it's actually considered a smoothie versus a juicer, going through a juicer. And the difference is that their juicer removes all the pulp Mm -hmm. where the blender keeps the pulp in Mm -hmm. so if you and I prefer blending because it actually fills you up so if you blend your you can blend a couple of of fruits and vegetables together say for instance you blend some carrots um, and an apple and a lemon you have lemon juice Mm-hmm. You have lemonade. It tastes really like lemonade, honestly. Um, if you blend together uh, celery juice, let's say, like like um, what I had you taste the other night. Okay. Uh, Don't bring that back to my memory, but go on. <laughs> you can blend uh, celery juice and drink it. It clearly, it actually curves your appetite. It fills you up. Mm-hmm. It fills you up, and you're not craving it's perfect for like a sugar, uh, a breakfast drink before it, it, it actually keeps you satiated until lunchtime, uh, or at least me, I should say. You say you could see my eyes glazing over it. <laughs> I wish listeners could see how you really believe all of this stuff that I you do. are telling them. I do. You it, so I believe, believe it. it. I believe it. Yeah. I, 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 I know. I have, you live it. I, yeah. I've, 
experienced it, you know, and I do slip up. I love sugar, actually, honestly, to be honest. Sugar and french fries are my favorite foods. I shouldn't shouldn't say sugar, but sweet uh, baked goods Mm -hmm. are my, and french fries are my favorite foods. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I know that I can't have them every day. I can't have them every week, you know, so all of these things in moderation, folks, in moderation. So um, you just have to intentionally try to um, understand how much you're taking into your system. Yeah, that that is all great information, and um, I hope that listeners have gotten some um, tips for how they can do better. I certainly have. I, I laugh about this and I joke about it because it really is a challenge for me. But I know this is something I absolutely us, us. have to work on because it's it's um, very dangerous stuff to do to your to your body and mm-hmm. impacts your health. Um, so thanks for sharing that. Um, and we look forward to hearing more about how to take better care of ourselves. Thank you for listening, and be sure to visit us often at www.earringsoff.com. And when we know better, we do better. Take care.